This is In The Zone. Hey, uh, Brand. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did want to ask you one thing. Are you nice, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, listen. Let me tell you something. This hair ain't big and curly today for no reason, okay? You know, sometimes I like to switch it up, change it up, you know. And you know what they say. If she get ready, if she put her hair in a bun, you know what's about to happen. On the In The Zone Network. City to city, state to state, worldwide, you're listening to the In The Zone Network. The following program does contain language that some might find objectionable. Parental discretion is advised. How rude of me. Chitota. Yo, yo, this your girl Harlem B, and I am hanging out with my homie, the living legend in the zone. City to city, state to state, worldwide, you're listening to In the Zone, and this is the network, Palmer Alexander, a.k.a. the living legend, K-I-L, one that'll kill, but kill, still kill, joining me in studio, whether, you know, COVID-19 ain't stopping nothing over here at the network, and I brought the unicorn back, the founder of Black Girls Interrupted and Liquid Frosting, Brendan Marie is in studio. You, you, I said Marie is in studio. How you doing, Brent? Hey, hey, hey. I'm well. How are you? I'm doing doing fine. Well, you know, um, this is our anniversary week. So, um, glad that you're able to join us in studio uh, this week. You know, it means... Uh, this week means a lot, you know what I'm saying, for the network. We came a long way, and you've been you've been a part of the network uh, growth, you know what I'm saying, believe it or not, because, like, a lot of people know me from the sports and whatnot, but, like, when uh, when we connected and whatnot, because of our kids, mm-hmm. and, you know, with the liquor frosting, then was able to pivot away from sports, right, and into to more of, like, you know, some of the, you know, the mainstream stuff or whatever. So I appreciate that, you know, you kind of kind of helping us kind of move in a different direction, even though we never intended on going that way, you know. Right. I was going to say, I think I probably start coming on here in, what, 2015? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So I'm glad to, you know, have been a witness to the growth of, you know, the network and to really watch you come like completely full circle because at first it was like I don't know shit about no sports so <laughs> I hope you don't expect me to talk about nothing that got to do with sports. And you know what that that was the other thing too. I think that um you know since you know yeah it's like you don't know nothing about sports so I know a lot of times too when uh you know when men, you know, they they, they gotta show a podcast, you know, and they reach out to somebody attractive on on social media like hey i got this show you know i want you to be on it so i know i mean i'm sure that's happened to you before oh yeah definitely um after because i really wasn't doing like podcasting and things like that until i linked up with you um i've done like radio interviews and stuff like that before but um it was just like after that i did see like an influx of people like oh we want you to come on this podcast and i'm just like what do you talk about on there you know like what is it exactly that you want me to discuss on here so i'm very i've been very selective of 
the energy that I accept um, as far as like going on other people's podcasts and things like that because it's just like mm, I don't know what your audience is and people are weird. Yeah, <laughs> extremely weird, extremely weird. And you know, keeping on the lines with energy, you have a new energy about yourself. And uh, when we was talking the other day, and uh, I called you, and you know it's not often that I call you. Right, right. And so you know if I call you, it's, it's something, you know. And um, it's like you got a different, like, there's just a certain look that you have. And it's like, it was like a brand new woman. And I told you, it was like, I, I saw you for the first time. I'm like, something is up. Something is going on. I got to get you on the show. And, I mean, what's what's good in the neighborhood? It, I would probably say that you see freedom. <laughs> Shit. Um, you know, like I'm, I've, I'm a very private but public person. Um, so like, while my persona is very public on all, you know, social media platforms and things like that, there are certain things that I like to keep for myself. Um, so it was no secret, you know, that a few years ago I just randomly popped up and I was married or whatever. Um, and I kind of just went through a transition period over the past, maybe I would say like three and a half years, specifically over the last nine months. And probably what you literally see is just like, you really see me, like I've shedded so many layers over the years of you know, from my mental health struggles to wanting to help other people to my plights with my son and the school district and the school systems and things like that. So now I'm just free. I'm literally just Brendalyn, Harlem, whatever it is people want to call me. I'm literally just myself. I'm owning my truths. I'm standing in it. I'm not the person that I was three months ago. I'm not the person I was six months ago. Like, I'm literally a new person and like what I said on my birthday last week literally is what I meant like I've always been looking for the man to love me like Dwayne loved Whitley now all I'm interested in doing is loving me like Whitley loved Whitley like With real shit like beginning a different world kind of order. Like how she yeah. took, like, yeah, like literally, Whitley was so self absorbed the entire whatever. That's me right now. Yeah. So that's that's what you see. You literally see like self love, which is something that just really wasn't there. And I can be very transparent with that and put that out there. So now it's just like, this is me. What you see is what you get. You either gonna roll with it or you gonna roll on. When um when when you did get married and it was it was announced it was so sudden because it because it was like you went from one episode you wasn't married and by the time <laughs> by the time the shit aired you was married and I'm like damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's that Beyonce level of privacy. You would know when I want you to know. <laughs> so, um, you know, it, it, it happened, and you know, I'm always gonna be happy for you. Whatever uh, that endeavor that you, you take, it, it caught me off guard because I I remember, you know, remember you 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 said that what you gave somebody was seven years. That was all you was going to give somebody, I think, max. Seven yeah. years. And I said, well, what happened after eight? And you're like, <laughs> just do your hands up. Just do your hands up. 
And so that's why uh, I didn't, I would have never imagined that you had gotten married. But I did know that, well, I could tell that, you know, you was kind of softening your stance a little bit. You know what I'm saying? If I guess if some things, some of those criteria was met. And I'm like, it had to be metal. You wouldn't have did it, you know. Right. I mean, that's how that's how I took it. But I was right. still happy for you. Yeah, I mean, you know, things change. People' perspectives change. Um, now I'm to the point where I never have to do that shit again, like ever. Um, I'm not against it. I don't knock it. I've seen some very amazing relationships and marriages. Um, you know, and if I happen to come across a masculine energy that makes me want to submit again and truly become a wife, I'm open to that. But right now, right now, today, is <laughs> not no, like, no, I have to, no, my mental health took like a complete, like it took a toll on my mental health. And that's just not something that I'm willing to even like go down that go down that path again. That is the voice of Brendan Marie. We going city to city, state to state, worldwide. The End of Zone show, five years going strong. So uh, let's talk about uh, mental health. Um, mental health is, is is often overlooked you know and your mental health is so vital especially when you are in 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 a marriage you know what i'm saying because you can get so lost you know trying to uh, uh be something that you're not or try to even to live up to something that somebody's trying to you know project on to you right um i think that's the and i think that's with any relationship for male and female um our mental health should be number one priority. So if you are so busy trying to be this ideal person or this ideal picture of what someone else has in their mind of who you should be, you're naturally not going to pay as much attention to your mental well-being as you should. And you have to pay attention to those red flags within yourself because your body and your mind is going to tell you first and foremost when something isn't right. So I think, you know, even just entering a relationship of any magnitude, whether it be a friendship, a relationship, a marriage, pay attention to your mental health. Because one thing that I learned, my body is going to like react to my mental not being where it's at. And so like I would have like body aches. I would be sick all the time. Like those were the things that I didn't pay attention to because I was trying to be this picture of what someone else wanted me to be and that's not just in marriage that's in like my past friendships and other relationships as well um so now i'm to the point where like i said you know if you're trying to paint this picture of me that i'm just not you might want to go on down you know down on somewhere else michelangelo because that ain't gonna work for me Brendan Marie, Marie is joining us in studio, and uh, we, we're talking about whatever we want to talk about. Um, <laughs> but you know something too, I think um, you know when when you're going through a, through a marriage or whatnot, and and I think when we was talking before uh, we started recording, and I was talking about you know kind of compromising things. Were there some things that? that you compromise that you that you don't mind you know talking about uh you know you know uh, doing this uh, interview 
Um, I think the main thing was I definitely downplay who I really was and kind of like my standards of things. Um, not to take anything away from anybody because that's just not the that's not the energy that I want to put out. But I know who the fuck I am, and I know what I bring to the table. So my table has always already been set. I don't need empty place settings. So either you're going to add value or you're going to get up and leave. You know, you're not going to subtract from what's already built. Um, So I think the one thing that I did was I compromised who I really truly was. Um, Not to say that anybody is beneath me or anything like that, but I have a standard. I have a type, you know, Um, and I just wasn't holding true to that just because I wanted to belong to somebody. Um, so I think that's something that I'll never compromise who I am. I am who I am. You're going to get what you get. You know, um, if I have to be referred to as a pamper bougie princess, then, hey, guess what? That's just what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, a a couple of weeks ago, uh, you was on IG and, uh, you know, you just, just letting it rip and, and you and Drew was going back and forth and, you know, you guys were, were, were hitting on a bunch of things. You guys got some some chemistry. Um, you know, people have has always kind of like, hey, you guys make a good couple. Did you ever feel any any pressure? You know, from from people that you know in, in our circles. You know, like, hey, you guys look good together and, and stuff like that. Um. So for your listeners who may not know, so um, Drew Simmons is my best friend. Um, He's my son's godfather. Um, He is um, a high school athletic coach, um, very well known throughout St. Louis or whatever. Um, Me and Drew have been friends for maybe 12 years now, I think. Um, We used to flirt kind of a little bit back and forth on Twitter in the beginning of our friendship. But it never was anything other than what it is right now, which is genuinely a true and solid friendship. Um, yes, we always get people saying, why y'all not together? Let me plan the wedding. You and Drew should be together, you know. And it's just, we just, we're good, good friends. We're great co-parents um, to, to my oldest son. And it's just like, we literally, legitimately are the definition of a male and female true friendship. Nothing has ever happened. Um, nothing like that. And that also sometimes causes a problem between, you know, in both of our relationships because people feel some type of way. You know, I used to, before I was even with my, my husband, I would go get in Drew's bed, go to sleep. We would go out together. We spent majority of our time together. He was single. I was single. We do what we want to do. Now, you know, we can't really do that. And I just think that's stupid. <laughs> Interesting. That's it? That's it. All right. We, we, uh, we, we, would, uh, we, would, we would leave it right, right there. I just thought I'd give you a chance to, to, to finally clear the air on that. It always keeps coming up. And- it's going to always come up. Like, always. <laughs> more close to that, y'all. I mean, y'all <laughs> close already. It's just that it seems like the more that you're publicly seen, mm-hmm. the more that it's going to be indicated, hey, Y'all need to be together. And I think, too, like, it is difficult for people to understand that two very attractive people who seemingly have their shit together 
don't want to like they not together they haven't slept together they haven't kissed they haven't done anything inappropriate so it's kind of difficult for people to wrap their brains around two people of the opposite sex truly just being friends because it's so uncommon you it, don't it you is don't hear that. of course of course you know you have men who will take advantage of a female friendship where uh, you know, they may see her down and about and they try to sleep with her or they try to take advantage of her. And that's just not, that's never been the case. Has there been a sitcom for that? That type of premise for real, man? Like, I know Three's Company is an example, but it was with two girls and they was best friends and stuff with the roommates and whatnot. But I'm saying, like, you don't hear that today. And that's just so uncommon. So people are going to go on 10 saying hey y'all need to be together right right and it's just like no that ain't this this just isn't that like we literally are friends that's what's up though and and honestly that's how it should be it's just that we we don't accept common sense Mm -hmm. and men who try to be in a relationship with me sometimes are intimidated by that and they're gonna ask you know, so you really ain't never did nothing with your best friend? No. Like, no. Is it just because he's attractive? Like, that you would think that that would be the case. Women have literally felt some type of way about me being his friend. So, you know, like you say, it's uncommon. And I'm sorry to the women who get hit on by their so-called friends. This just ain't that. So in the 12 years that y'all two been around, uh, been close when you were in relationships did you ever tell them about drew or you uh like right then and there uh, or later? Up front, definitely because again he's a constant part of my life he's my son's godfather so not only that but like we literally are friends you know like we would go out together just all those type of things so yeah, you have to be up front. This is my friend. It's almost like telling them this this about this is my friend Judy over here. You know, you want them to be familiar, but you more importantly, you want them to be comfortable with the relationship. And I can understand that for men, it could be like a little bit emasculating and a little bit intimidating. But if I'm making you comfortable enough by telling you up front, then you're supposed to take me at face value and just roll with it. That's all I like it. All right, Brent. Well, thank you so much for stopping in and spending time with us. Um, I guess we'll be in touch. Of course. Of course. I love it. Anytime. Like, anytime y'all want me to come back, I'm always willing to pull up, even in a quarantine, okay? All right, that is the voice of Brendalyn Marie. Give her a follow on Instagram. I would say Facebook, but I'm not on there. Uh, but, uh, hey, five years, thank you so much. And, I'm, hey, you know, we're just going to keep on rocking out like we always do. Always. And happy anniversary. I appreciate that. We're going thank city you. to city, state to state worldwide. You're listening to In The Zone, and this is The Network. some bonus shit. Hey, uh, Brand. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did want to ask you one thing. Are you nice, <laughs> 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 
Listen, listen. Let me tell you something. This hair ain't big and curly today for no reason, okay? You know, sometimes I like to switch it up, change it up, you know. And you know what they say. If she get ready, if she put her hair in a bun, you know what's about to happen. Yeah, he was waiting for that. One. He he he, he was waiting. he was waiting for that. All right, now 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 we done. <laughs> <laughs>Yo, yo, it is the one and only Harlem B, and I am in the zone. Make sure you get your ass here. Unless you are a chick who still wears French tips, you can't be trusted, and you probably still out your mama purse. This is In The Zone. And welcome back to In The Zone. I'm in a festive mood. I uh, got Renee K. joining me in studio. And um, we're going to be talking about getting fit. <laughs> All right, that didn't work. <laughs> I should have never looked at him. On the In The Zone Network.